Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got Matt with me. And today we're going to talk about the, the, the bombshell that came out. The sexual assault allegations have come to a close. Uh, they're no longer uh, really allegations anymore. You know, I've been watching hockey since I was nine years old. And I've been playing hockey since I was about 10 years old. I, I love hockey. I love, as a, as a kid, getting my friends together, uh, playing some hockey. I love it that I even got my cousin to play a little hockey with me. Uh, he's probably more naturally athletically gifted uh, than I was. And uh, he, he actually learned how to skate in a day and was able to pass the puck back and forth. But he would essentially run interference, and I, I got him to play some hockey with me. And, you know, these are memories that I'll, I'll always cherish because... You know, hockey's a, a hard sport to just pick up. You know, you don't just walk out onto the ice and play. Not like something like soccer where you can run and kick the ball and stuff like that. Like, you know, it takes an effort to do it. And I've loved hockey for a very, very long time. And the game that I love and the team that I love is the Chicago Blackhawks. And that's a hard thing to say right now. And that's because of everything that's happened. And it's, it's one thing to remember is that the Chicago Blackhawks are bigger than the people that are running it. There are Blackhawks fans all over the world. We have listeners in Australia. We have listeners in Britain, in France, in Canada. We have listeners all over the place. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening, number one. Number two, we need to understand that as people, that we are not infallible and that we have to look out for our interests. And one of our biggest interests are our kids, but I'm going to get into that in a, in a minute. The Blackhawks I've watched lose for many, many, many years. Actually, I didn't see them win until I was probably about 20 years into my relationship with them. And to find out that these things were going on at a time that I was so relieved that they had finally won something is absolutely heartbreaking to me. It's heartbreaking to me because I have always loved this fucking team. Always. And to be honest with you, I hate every other team of the NHL. I can give two shits what any other team is doing because I love the Hawks that much. That's where I stand. And then this shit comes out about this. I don't even want to say his name. Brad Aldrich, that motherfucker who goes, goes out and does this shit to Kyle Beach. It's absolutely unbelievable. And then he went on and did this shit to a kid, which makes it even worse. So to John McDonough, who is absolutely responsible for this, because it was his organization he was running at the time, he slid it under the fucking rug. Thanks, motherfucker, for doing this to the team that I love so much, that all of these other fans across the world love so much. Now, who else was complicit in this, Stan Bowman? He, he's going to burn with McDonough, Al McIsaac, Jay Blunk, James Gary, another fucking asshole, you know, it, and they're all gone. All of these guys are gone now. I really would have appreciated if they would have done the right thing at the right time 11 years ago. But there's nothing that we can do about what happened 11 years ago. All that we can really do now 
is like Alex DeBrinkett said, not necessarily move move on, but learn from this. Learn from the mistakes that these people made. If you're an executive and you're listening to this, if you're a manager somewhere and you're listening to this, if you're a person out there and you're listening to this, which obviously you are, do the right thing. It's important for us to do the right thing as human beings because when you start letting things go by the wayside, when you start letting things go by in, go by in the cracks, these kinds of things are going to happen. You're going to be in a situation where you can have, a, you could be in a moment of personal glory, but you have to give up your ethics and your morality to give it. Trust me, don't do it. Because then you'll be living with regret for the rest of your life. Now. As, as Blackhawks fans, in a way, we have somewhat of a clean slate. We've got some new executives coming in, some new people being moved up that weren't a part of this. We've got a lot of young players and a lot of new people, a lot of players that weren't there other than two at the time to look up to, not look up to, but to, to root for. We still have an organization of hockey players that we could sit down and watch and enjoy. If you don't want to go to the game, then fine, don't. Go ahead and, and don't go to games. Hit him in the pocketbook if that makes you feel better. But by no means is the current GM, Kyle Davidson, responsible for what happened. By no means is Kirby Doc responsible for what happens, what happened, or Jeremy Colladin. Now, I, I know this guy is in the hot seat right now, but he can't be lumped up into this world of hurt that is going on right now. He's got his own world of hurt that he has to deal with, and that's the, the winless Chicago Blackhawks. So if you don't like him, don't lump him into this situation because, you know, he doesn't deserve that because these are two completely different things. Now, I want to talk about our kids. Kids, if you have kids, you can see that they have a lot of innocence. And when they go and play, they go and play the game. They love it. And they, 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 they get a love for it. And as they get older and they get more serious with the game, some of them get really, really good. And they, they move on to college. And maybe they get drafted. And maybe they make it into the NHL. The one thing that we have to do as parents, the one thing that we have to do as guardians, is be parents and people that our kids feel that they can confide in. Because if something happens like this, our kids need to be able to come to us and feel comfortable enough to say, Dad, Mom, I have a problem. And I don't know how to talk about it. And I don't know want to talk about it. But I need to open up to somebody. It is absolutely imperative, says parents and as guardians, to our kids that they feel comfortable enough with us that they can do those things. Now, I'm not saying Kyle Beach didn't. I'm saying that I want to make sure that my kids feel that they can talk to me at any time when something is going wrong and that they don't have to bury it like that poor guy did. It's absolutely infuriating. It's infuriating to me that this happened to this guy. It's infuriating to me to hear that it was swept under the rug. 
And to move forward with this team, I'm glad that they're clearing house, getting the broom out, and it's it's over. And it's going to be hard. It's it it it's. I, I sat down and I watched the game yesterday, and I sat there and I was like, man, I cannot believe what happened here. And at what cost? To win the Stanley Cup, guess what? It's over. It's gone. There's nothing, there's nothing that you can do to go back in that time and say, you know what? I'm going to change. I'm going to change what happened. You can't do that. This Stanley Cup, man, it sucks. It sucks that this happened. As far as I'm concerned, man, these guys threw this kid under the bus for a Stanley Cup. And, um, and that's not something that I support. And, and this is one of the best teams. This is one of the best teams ever. One of the best Blackhawk teams ever. Now, we're not talking about like they were doing some kind of a complicated, you know, performance-enhancing um, drug network where they were able to do that and win the Stanley Cup. No, they did it on their talent and their talent alone. But... What happened behind the scenes, this was going on. And you know what? It puts a dark cloud over what happened. And it, it, seriously, taints, it seriously taints that cup. And, um, and it's, it's god-awful. I, th- I think everything that happened was uh, reprehensible. That happened all the way down the executive line. Um, I could talk from you know, my end that um, I think that if, if I was Stan Bowman, I, I, pro- I might have left because of uh because what happened because it was that big of a deal but uh i don't want to take up all the time matt uh, what, do you, what do you got to say man oh that was very well said by you and um uh you're right on the money man it i i just i kind of find it hard to believe that the Wirtz family didn't hear about this i don't know what you think about that but they deny it, but I, I, it's been 11 years. You can't tell me they just heard about this when they, when, when the allegations were brought up. What last summer was it? Yeah, I think and there was, I, there was something about it uh, last summer. Yeah, actually, I, I remember me and you right were after, talking about it. It was and, right after uh, McDonough got fired. Okay, but I mean, I just, I don't, I don't buy that. I mean, I, I, as an owner, like you have to know what's going on still. The, the, you're hiring these guys to run the business and you got to have meetings with these guys. You know I mean? I, I just find it hard to believe that Rocky denies it. And I, Danny, I don't even think he was a part of this. No, he for wasn't. A couple, so I don't really blame him, but Rocky was here. So... You know, I I feel terrible for Beach. I mean, I watched the interview with uh, uh, what's his name Westhead, and uh, you know what? He, I'm not a big fan of him, but he that interview was very very well done. He was really respectful for to, towards Beach, and he you know he let him speak, and he gave him time to kind of catch himself, and that that I I thought he was. Uh, you know, very a decent human by doing that, and uh, I know Beach was grateful for that as well. Um, I, when he started talking about the um, the high school kid that you know got the like the same thing as Beach, Beach broke down, and that hit me too, man. Because yeah. you know we we got kids, and it's like, hey, you make it to a, a pro sport, and and he's he's a kid. He's twenty years old. He's still a kid. 20, and, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, you're said trust- he was 22. You're still you're still a kid at 22. Yeah, yeah, you're trusting these guys to take care of you and show you the right way. And this guy used his power to abuse this poor kid, and he probably threatened his career if he were to speak. And it, well, Beach was 20 years old. I'm, I'm sure Beach could have absolutely destroyed him if he wanted to. But it's like, hey, this guy's threatening my career. I want to be a hockey player. I've worked so hard for this. Yeah. And you know what? And then it, it, there's just a whole bunch of stuff opening up. Now, now, now the Hawks trade him to the Rangers. And this poor guy, he's broken. You know, he, he's mentally, he's broken. And, yeah. you know, they just threw him away like nothing happened. And I think he said he was playing in Germany. Now, he seems like he, he's he's really doing well there. And uh, he said he had his girlfriend and he, he she's been his rock and everything. And he, he said the team's taking great care of them. They they care about their the the feelings and uh, you know it's good to hear it. It's good to hear that he's still playing. I'm happy for him. But uh, yeah, man, I like like you said, I just it's going to be really hard for a lot of fans to go back and cheer for this team, knowing that Rocky is still like he's still the owner and it, it's a Wurtz owned team. And I just find it really hard to believe that he did not know about anything. That's what kind of, he kind of just, you know, Bowman, this is your fault. And McDonough, this is your, it's, it's kind of everybody's fault. The the organization really let Beach down and they let that kid down from Michigan. Well, I'm going to drop another bomb and I'm going to tell you something that <clears throat> I know that everybody might have thought about, but didn't maybe maybe not really think about it too clearly is that I think 100% that Rocky Wirtz did not know that this happened. And the worst part about it is that he did not know that this happened by design. And I'm going to tell you what that design is, what the way that the business structure is, is, is for the Chicago Blackhawks. Rocky Wirtz is the owner of the Chicago Blackhawks. And what he does is he has people that runs the team, which is actually a very, very good idea. Because if you look at the, say the Chicago Bears, for example, they do not know how to run a modern day uh, football team. They can't, you know, everybody wants to, you know, Virginia McCaskey, you know, this and this, Virginia McCaskey has probably never ran the team. She said it herself. She never wanted to run the team. She only wanted to be a secretary. That was it. So what do you have? You've got guys, accountants like Ted Phillips, running the organization. And look where the Bears are at now. Nowhere. They're terrible. They got a coach that they need to get rid of, but they can't because they've got accountants running the organization. So what does Rocky do? Rocky doesn't have anything to do with the day-to-day operations. When this was happening, there was one man who was running the show. There was the hockey operations side of the show, and then there's the business side of the show. The business side, meaning um, what they're making off of media, what they're making off off of sales, of merchandise. The hockey side of it, you know, who's, um, you know, what's going on with the team, who's being traded, you know, are we going to, are we going to sign free agents? He was doing both jobs. And on top of that, he was the, he was the person that the buck stopped at. And recently after they fired him, they split this job into two different jobs. There's the, you know, the business side, and then there's a the hockey operation side. Bowman got promoted to president and, um, and GM. 
of the, of the hockey side. So he was running the whole thing. And then he instilled Danny as a CEO running the show. What does this do? What does this structure do? What this structure does is it allows Rocky to not be involved with anything day to day. But he is the person who's paying everybody. The money comes to him and he disperses it. So he tells everybody, this is your job. I am hands off. I have nothing to do with this. So when this kinds of shit happens and the house needs to burn down, I'm outside with the fire department while everybody else is inside the burning house while it happens. And that's precisely what happened here. In the last podcast that we did, I, sa- I had some cho- choice words for Rocky and Danny saying that they needed to step up and they needed to do something about this team, the situation that it's in by not winning. And they had a sexual assault allegations going on and they hadn't said anything to anybody. The next day they have this press conference and then they let the world know on what was going on with the Jenner and Block investigation. And you know what, man, I, I, I will tip my hat to them because they made that available to everybody. And you know what? Everything that was in that investigation it had, there was no, nothing good about it, uh, about the organization. And you know what? They were very forthcoming about it. And they said, look, this is where we messed up. This is what it is. Here's the dirty laundry. So in one sense, it's out there and it's done. Is it over? No, it's not. It's not over because you have, we have a broken fan base. We have a broken fan base of people that want to support the team but feel guilty about doing it. You have another part of the fan base that wants to go out there and, 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 and burn the whole team down. Yep, mob. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest with you, there's another part of, of the fan base that really doesn't give a shit, man. They don't. They might act like they do. But they don't. So going forward, I want to let everybody know that, yeah, this is absolutely brutal. What a kick in the pants that this is. It's like the second kick in the pants, you know, when you thought the first one sucked and then the second one was even worse. As a Blackhawks fan, I don't know, man, about going to a game because. I just feel this guilt on the inside of cheering and cheering and cheering. And all the, all the time, Beach is in the background, you know, miserable because of being enabled by that executive team and that, uh, that coaching staff, man. Uh, but, you know, John Torchetti, to his credit, he, you know, he came out for, for Beach and, and, and said what he had to say. And yeah, um, Paul Vincent too. Oh, Paul Vincent was the one yeah. who 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 stepped up for him and 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 told them everything. And uh, you know, and you know, I think so, some more facts need to come out about it. You know, especially with with Joel Quenville, because you know they're mentioning some he they're mentioning some things that he said about sexual assault allegations are 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 aren't, aren't important during a cup run. Yeah, and then you know, Beach said that he was you know in me in in some meetings and. And then another word came out that said that he wasn't even there for like the first part of the meeting and wasn't even given details about what, what had happened. He was only told that an event had happened and that was it, you know? So um, I, I think that 
um, hopefully that there's some light comes out to that because, um, you know, you, you'd always think of these people, you know, as, as, um, you know, they're just the face of this franchise. You know, you look at Stan Bowman and, you know, he did some good things for a lot of people, you know, and this organization has done good things for their community and they've done, uh, you know, other good things and it all gets thrown away because yep. of this one horrific thing that they did, you know, and, and it's, yep. it's really unfortunate. Um, it's incredible. And, um, you know, it, it really leaves a sour taste in my mouth, man. It really does. You know, but at the same time, you know, I see Kirby Doc out there. I see Debrinkit out there. And, you know, these guys had nothing to do with it. I don't want to not cheer for these dudes because, you know, it's something that some other guys did to try to fuck it up for everybody. You know, it's kind of like, you know, when you're at school, you know, and the teacher says, okay, everybody, you guys can have popcorn while we have a, a, a movie during movie time. And then next thing you know, everybody breaks into a popcorn fight and they ruin it for everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's only, you know, like, you know, three or four, you know, assholes in class that do it, but they ruin it for the whole class. And I don't want, you know, McDonough, Aldrich, and all these fucking guys to ruin it for the rest of us who want to support this team because we enjoy it and we enjoy watching these players. I love hockey, man. I love hockey. And, uh, you know, I know I talk shit about, you know, other teams and, and, but, you know, deep down, I do have a, I do have a space for, for the rest of the 31 uh, NHL teams, but I, I really love the Blackhawks and I'm, I'm thoroughly let down by this team and I'm, um, you know, I'm just incredibly upset that, that this happened. But uh, anyways, man, um, yeah. I think we've said that everything that really needs to be said about this. Uh, we're going to continue to podcast, you know, about these guys because, uh, you know, I think they deserve it. I think Debrinket deserves it. I think Godet's trying to make a, you know, a name for himself. You know, a lot of these guys have, who knows how many, how many bag skates these guys have, have, have had to do to, to get where they are right now. And I think that they deserve the support. And, um, you know, I, I really, I really like a lot of these guys that they have on the team and I'm going to continue to support them. And uh, that doesn't mean that I'm supporting what this, um, yeah, you know yeah. what Rocky, uh, well, not Rocky, but what McDonough and Jay Blanc and James, uh, James Gary have done in the past and Al McIsaac, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not supporting that at all. I'm supporting the, you know, the team, the players the sweater. and, uh, and yep. the, the, yeah, and the sweater and that's it. And, uh, but that's where we're at guys. Uh, if you want to talk about it, you know, I guess we can talk about it. But if you uh, want to talk some hockey, we'll talk some hockey. We'll see you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.